Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, at the risk of burying the lead here, Joe, what do the Browns do? What do the Browns do? The Browns Man. call Matt Ryan and see if he wants to play football again. Yeah, they. they got, I guess they do something. I mean, they. Josh Dobbs said on a podcast uh, earlier in the week that his agent told him he was either going to the Vikings or the Browns. So they wow. were trying to reacquire him, which to me says they have no confidence in the two quarterbacks that are now their their healthy quarterbacks, right? PJ Walker and uh, Thompson Robinson. Yeah, I think I think they do something. I mean, you almost have to. They're they're currently in a. Well, let me look real quick. Are they in a playoff spot? They right are. Now? They uh, are. They're they, close. They, they are. They're in sixth. Yeah, they're, they're six in sixth three. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got Pittsburgh coming up, which is a big game for them. They're still favored, by the way, despite the fact that Watson is out. Um, Do they? Or is there a projection on who's going to start? PJ Walker. I guess Walker is. Yeah, Walker's been the backup <sighs> and started their last game that Watson didn't play. So. Walker, again, is the guy for that, but they just tried to replace him at the deadline. So I can't – Carson Wentz is no longer available. Um, I mean, who's who's out there? Like your Nick Foles and Joe Flacco's of the world? Like, I don't know how Tom much Brady. better – Tom, Tom Brady? Yeah. Tom Brady. Hey, Phillip Rivers almost came out of retirement to play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, when he co- – I don't know. Like, you start calling retired guys today, I think, if you're the Browns. Yeah, and, and, and I mean – it's week 11, right? I mean, those guys would have to come in, yep. get the playbook, get in shape. I guess. I mean, you could do it. You could do it. I, I think maybe their best move might be someone on a practice squad somewhere, too. Yeah, um, maybe. You know, go grab somebody who's out there and you think, okay, you're going to get a job. You come here and, like, look at the Man. look at the players that Stefanski has coached before. And, you know, maybe there's someone there they can go out and get. But it's a it's a big loss for them. It actually also is, unfortunately, due to the injury, an opportunity for other teams around them. If you think that, you know, Watson is a is going to really hamper their chances, well, now you got Cincinnati, Indy, Buffalo. The Bills are behind the Colts in the AFC standings right now, Joe. Behind <laughs> the Colts. That's that's bad. That's that's pretty tough. They're Guard- tied with the Raiders. They have the they have the ten seed. Raiders would have eleven. Colts would have nine Aiden, right now. Nine Aiden, Aiden O'Connell and Gardner Minshew is where they're at in mm-hmm. the standings. The the Browns, I do think it hampers their chances a lot. I mean, their defense, they're the Jets now. Like, before, 
I thought they were better than the Jets. The record says they're better than the Jets. Why? Because Mm -hmm. their defense is actually arguably even better. Cleveland might have a historically good defense um, compared to the Jets, who are, you know, maybe not historical, but they're also dominant. The Browns, though, have had a middle-of-the-road quarterback. Like, if you go back through Watson's last four or five starts, no, he's not been great. He's not been back to what he used to be. He's been a middle-of-the-road quarterback. I mean, last week against Baltimore, he was bad in the first half, and then he didn't throw an incompletion in the second half, and that's how they came back and won, plus a pick six that they got lucky on. But, like, that was their formula. Best defense in the league and a middle-of-the-road quarterback. And now they're the Jets. Best defense in the league, but you're about to have nothing at quarterback. Joe, where do you think the Bills rank in overall net points in the AFC? Net points. Oh, point differential? They are... Point differential. Thank you. Sorry. Point differential in the AFC. They're like... They got to be like second or third still, don't they? Yeah, they're second. Yeah. And they're even ahead of Miami, even though they had a 70-point outing. They're only behind Baltimore. By the way, Baltimore is almost... I mean, like, 113 is... Great. They lead the league, 113. Baltimore. The Bills are 78, plus 78. I mean, I I understand that three weeks of a stretch where they you know scored a lot of points and got fat, but I think we're kind of beyond that. They've also played seven other games, and everybody's had games where they played teams that they could get fat or whatever. It's still an indication to me that I don't think this team is awful by any stretch, but to be 5-5 five and five is just, I mean, nobody would have seen that coming here, right? I mean, we're 10 games in, 5-5, five and five, even in worst-case scenario. If I said to you before the season started, Joe, like, okay, after 10 games, we're having a conversation about, hey, what's wrong with the Bills? Why would that be? Maybe you'd be like, yeah, they're probably 6-4, and four, fighting it, 5-5. Five and five. I mean, maybe that would be worst case. I, I don't think this team is awful. I think that there are parts of this team that have to be a lot better, including the offense, which is why the move was made yesterday. But I mean, we can talk all we want about weeks two, three, four, and what happened there. I mean, we're 10 weeks in and there's still, the numbers are still there that say that they should be, should be better in the win loss column than they are. I mean, I think they're awful by their own standard. Like to me, that's sure. I think, that's right. That's like, right. To me, this yes. is as bad as they get. I, I don't, does it get worse than this? Is this like, rock bottom? I, I think so. I don't think... For this group. For this group right now, I mean, in the present time. I don't even think any any group that has Josh Allen at quarterback can, can be... I don't think you can be worse than this with Josh Allen as your quarterback. Could could they ever be a truly awful team where they're down in the dumps with New England and Carolina when Allen's their quarterback? Like, I don't think that's that's humanly possible. No. I think this I is rock so. bottom. I think, like you mentioned, like, yeah, point differential in the season, they still are up there, but... What, right now, what are they, or what are they in like the last month? Like they're twenty first in point differential in the last mm-hmm. six games, yep. and like I think we all recognize that that's the problem. Like on the season as a whole, it hasn't looked this bad all season. They're, they did look great against the Raiders and the Commanders, and especially the Dolphins. They've had a few games, which is maybe why you have some fans out there that still believe, hey, they can get back to that because they did do it this year. But we're going on we're going on over a month now. It has been six games where they either haven't looked right, they haven't put bad teams away, that minus six point differential in, in the last month plus of the season since the Jacksonville game. So like I agree, they're not awful, but I don't really think they're capable of being re- truly awful. I think by their standards, this is awful. But I'm I'm I am, after yesterday's move, hopeful that <laughs> That it will improve because, again, I don't really think it can get much worse. 
I mean, it's so funny to talk like this because I remember we all do, right? I mean, eight, nine years ago, they're five and five right now. We're throwing parties and loving the fact they're in the hunt. Yeah, they're in the hunt. CBS, <laughs> when it comes up now, it's just, it's a different standard, no doubt about it. And that's right. But that's why we are where we are today, which is, as I said, not to bury the lead, but the lead is, of course, we are now one day removed. It was less than 24 hours ago that we found out that Ken Dorsey was fired. And the team will move on to Joe Brady right now as the interim. So we're going to talk about that today. Our buddy John Scott from Spectrum News 1 is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. You know, we, we, we dissect it. We talked about talk about it. You've been talking about it all morning. I joined you yesterday. Um, we'll get a fresh perspective. We'll see what John has to say. You know, why he thinks this move was made, justified or not, um, at this point, where they go from here. So we'll get John's perspective on that. Also, I saw an article from Chris Trapasso from CBS Sports who wrote about Joe Brady's offense at LSU. Now, I think we all understand, Joe, that even, even, even Chris writes in the article, like you, you don't have the kind of advantage with the players he had at LSU versus the rest of the sure. world yep. like he in the NFL, right? I mean, Burrow, Chase, yep. Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But I think we can gain a little bit of knowledge about Burrow's offense and what – I'm sorry, um, uh, Brady's offense and what he did with that group and maybe what we can expect when we talk with Chris Trapasso. We'll do that at 11.05. Paul Hamilton will join us at the um, bottom of that hour, 11.30. Sabres last night. I didn't I didn't have Paul's schedule, but then I went to the game last night, and not only did they lose the way they did, Joe, but now Tage Thompson is out for quite a while, and that's obviously something to, to deal with and think yep. about. So we'll do that as well. We'll talk with Paul. Um, in the meantime, 803-0550 is the number. Here's the deal today. Normally on a Wednesday, I'm doing the show at the stadium because Sean McDermott speaks right at 12 noon. Today, he will not speak until 1245 p.m. So I'll head down there from Studio Capaccio uh, right after the show at noon. We'll hear from Sean McDermott at 1245 p.m. We'll have that uh, sound for you at WGR550.com and on the Odyssey app. And then I will also... Um, be down there for uh, players to hear what Josh Allen says, what Von Miller says, and the locker room. The team has a walkthrough today, Joe. We will not get a chance to see Joe Brady coaching Josh Allen today. We will get a chance to hear from Josh Allen afterwards. The media is not going to be at the walkthrough or allowed inside that to view it. And then we will hear from Joe Brady tomorrow. So that's your schedule today. Let's advance the story, though, and I'll ask you. Mm-hmm. like what, what kind of significant changes would you think or expect in a situation like this 11 weeks into the year making a change to the offensive coordinator position um yeah. you know on the fly like this do you do, in a short week by the way like do you think they're going to come out with some yeah. are yeah. we going to are we i guess the way the way to ask you Joe are we going to be three drives into the game a quarter into the game against the jets and go okay this looks different than what we've seen I want it's it's tough it's tough to know right but I, I want to believe yes I want to believe that what like I, I got the Dan Orlovsky from the Pat McAfee show clip stuck in my head from yesterday where he called the Bills the easiest defense to prepare for in the league where they run a, like three different run plays and it's a lot of the same concepts the corner in route like flat like they just run a lot of the same stuff under Ken Dorsey and. I kind of want to believe it's hard to do the same as that. It's hard to do worse than that in terms of predictability, if that's true. So, yeah, I want to believe that they'll look different. Um, They will not have, I don't think, a completely different installed offense. You can't do that in a short week. No. But are there chapters in that book of plays that Dorsey didn't call very often and that Brady's going to go, oh, well, this play... 
that has motion built into it, and I've got Davis running this route that crosses with Diggs, and that's going to create misdirection in the secondary. Well, we've only called that play one time all year. Let me let me let me let me fire that up a couple of times in this game. Like I don't know, it's just an example, a hypothetical that there's a book of plays in there, and maybe you know Dorsey called some plays with more regularity than Brady will. So that's one part of it, and another part that I I hope is. Uh, something that maybe the coordinator now likes versus the old coordinator is motion. And the Bills actually have a pretty good track record when they run motion, which is not that often, so it's a much smaller sample size than especially your Shanahan-style offenses like the Niners and the Dolphins. But the Bills, when they run motion this year, are great, which, you know, not that unsurprising. And I I think, Joe, not to cut you off, but I think that's something that Trapasso identified when he... yeah. Went yeah. back and looked at the LSU offense. It was just just about the oh, not, not didn't even know that the LSU. I mean, I yeah. might have assumed that, but I do know offhand here that when that full season twenty twenty when Joe Brady was the coordinator in Carolina, they were number two in the NFL in the amount of motion they used. So again, that could be personnel related, and you have Gabe Davis instead of Curtis Samuel. You know that that might impact how much you run motion, different types of receivers. Um, but that's one element of it. I would hope that, yeah, they look a little more creative and they they're, there's an extra spice to the offense than what they had under the previous coordinator. All right, let's bang out some calls before we get to John Scott at the bottom of the hour. 803-0550, the Extra Point Show here today. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Joe DiBiase, one day after the Bills, fire offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. Also, you could check the um, Odyssey podcast. It's always game day in Buffalo. We did an emergency pod yesterday, Matt Bove and me. Check that out as well. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you pod, and also on the Cell Sports YouTube page. Let's go to Ken. Uh, I'm sorry, Jack in Kenmore. Hi, Jack. Go ahead. You're on the air. Not the scheme we have Jack? It's not any- go ahead, Jack. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Jack. I, did, I, ca- I didn't catch your very first part. Now you're on the air. Go ahead, buddy. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, buddy. We got you. Okay. Here, here's my opinion. The scheme doesn't matter anymore. Under the center, in the shotgun. I think there's more to go with this team because I think it has cancer in the locker room. That's my opinion, okay? And why are we fighting the quarter? Even though I said two uh, two weeks ago they should get rid of him, they should get rid of the special teams guy. He was the guy that caused this problem. And the head coach fired the coordinator because you know why? He's trying to save his job. That's what I believe, and I would like your answer. Thank you for taking my call. Do you want to? Do you want to hold on, Jack, or do you want to hang up? What do you want to do, buddy? I'm going to hang on and listen to you what you got to say. Uh, okay, my, my, hey, I have a question for you first. I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question yeah. for you first. Okay. Um, yeah, where sure. where do you think, as you describe the cancer, where do you think the problem is in locker room? Are you saying that you Matthew Smiley's the problem is? in locker room? Yes. You want me to tell you exactly who it is? Well, sure, I think if you is. think you know or your opinion is, yeah. Okay, yes, I do. I think I know because he wants the ball all the time. He wants to be the man. And he's a great player. I'm not I'm not arguing that. He's a great player. But you can't, you can't, you know what? When he gets in his face sometimes, he should say to him, you want to be the quarterback? You can be the quarterback if you want to. That's just my opinion, and I think he's I the problem. So, Stephon Diggs, you're, not you're saying Stephon Diggs is sure. a cancer in the locker room, and that's what's causing yes, it. Yes, I, I do. I do. I got you. I think because he, okay, he wants the ball all the time. He gets it. He, he gets it. He leads the league in targets. 
He gets the ball all the time. He leads the league in targets, Jack, or at least he's second. I understand that. I understand that. Because, but he has an attitude problem. I believe that. Okay. It's a team okay. game. It's a team game. Yeah. Isn't it a team game? Okay, thanks. Thanks, Jack. I appreciate the phone call. Anything you want to say about that, Joe? Ugh, what do I want to say about that? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, Diggs discourse. I don't know. I wonder about Diggs. Not like that. I, not not like that. Whether he's a cancer in the locker room or anything of the sort. I, I don't think that's the problem. D- do we have any sign that there's a locker room problem? I don't even know. Like, there could be. How How could you know? How could you know if there was a problem in the locker he's room? An, he's an easy target if you think there is. I will say And that. that's why he's I an, think the Diggs discourse. He's an easy target. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, right. so Jack, Jack says there's a problem in the locker room. And if you believe that, Stephon Diggs is the easiest target on that. Let me address the Matthew Smiley. Yeah, special teams. <laughs> Excuse me, question, yeah. comment that he said. Um, he said, Jack said he fires Dorsey and not Smiley, or however he put it, to save his own job. Look, I think Joe and I are on the same page here, Jack, where we would both tell you, I don't think Sean McDermott's trying to save his job because I don't think Sean McDermott's job's in danger. Like I, I can't see Terry Pagula firing Sean McDermott. So I don't think he's making moves to save his job, if that makes sense. Agreed. Yep, don't, totally agree. All right, let's go to... Um, Clover in Texas. Hi, Clover. Hey, good morning, Sound Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you got it. Yeah, it sad, uh, sad to hear, you know, Dorsey didn't work out, but I'm really optimistic about Joe Brady. I heard Sal talking with Howard and Joe this morning about his personality, and then McDermott saying yesterday at the press conference that he had some good ideas. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. And I was just wondering, do you think McDermott got to a, a, just a level of frustration with how the defense is playing? I mean, I heard you say that there is only a handful of starters left on defense. They seem to be mm-hmm. playing at a high level. Um, I meant, heard you mention the Denver game. They're just making stop after stop, and it just, you know, the offense couldn't pull their weight. And then they brought in, you know, the two new guys, Rasul Douglas, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know, remember the lineman's name. So they're obviously going for it. I mean, you know, still on defense. And I noticed the, the players, they just had, they said there was a team meeting, but it was just on offense. So I think McDermott is like, we are playing at a high level, even with all these players we have out. I mean, the only player on offense I know they have out really is Dawson Knox. And I think, I mean, to me, it seems like this offense should be able to score 27, 30 points in their sleep every week. So I just think Well you know, Yes, Clover, I think the answer to your question is yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use a term that people have hated to hear the last two weeks. Complimentary football. See, that's what yeah. it is, right? When you have five starters out on defense and they're holding on for dear life and the offense isn't giving them an opportunity to say, like, hey, we gotta score a few more points here, that's what complimentary football is. Nobody wants to hear it, but that's what it is. Play better. When one side what complimentary football is, what's a compliment to something? You know, I don't know, ketchup and mustard's a compliment, Batman and Robin, whatever you want to use. When there is one group not doing everything what they need to, the other one lifts them up a little bit and you have to balance all of that. That is complimentary football. I know people don't want to hear it. But that's the term, and that's what it means, right? So to answer your question, Clover, yeah, Joe, I think Sean's comments were revealing after the game. He Mm -hmm. said five starters out on defense. They played their butts off. I'm really proud of them. Wasn't that kind of a shot at the offense in a way? Absolutely. I think absolutely. Yes. A recognition from even him that like the defense played and has been playing well enough to win these games. I mean, the caller, Clover, says that they can – they should. This is this is I think completely accurate. They're not doing it, but 
they should be able to score 27 to 30 points in their sleep. And I agree with that. This quarterback, that receiver, and by the way, here we go again. I've got another chart in front of me that Ben Baldwin just put out. The Bills are the best pass-blocking offensive line in the NFL. So why isn't it happening? 27 to 30 is a completely reasonable minimum, I think, a floor to ask of this offense. And, you know, like I like the Batman and Robin analogy. The, the Batman should be the offense. And it feels like the Robin has been the offense for a lot of the past few weeks to month where the defense is doing all they can. They can't be Batman. They, they can't. They, they don't have, they have too many injuries. So, you know, you've got, you've got what's his face down in the, in the bat cave. He won't come out like that. That to me is the offense <laughs> right it. now. Like what's Robin's begging for Batman to come out and help. And like, he's just, yeah. yeah. Why, why can't I think of the, the what's the character? But that name? is, that is, I know, I know. Um, I keep thinking it's not Gordon, uh, Commissioner Gordon. No, um, no, 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 no. Bat- Batman. Um, like who Batman is in real Batman life. Batman and Robin. This oh. is so bad. Like from 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 back in the day, Batman. No, but like, like what, you talking about the cartoon guy? Who? You, what are you talking about? T- <laughs> like, what is Batman's real name in the movies? Oh, <laughs> why this is so bad, uh, Batman? I shouldn't have you stopped this here. Somebody's somebody's gonna somebody's gonna tweet at us. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Thank you. Bruce Wayne. I know. Right I know. I was you, I, see you're out of here. Oh, you're out of here. I'm walking. I'm walking off. This is bad. It's yeah, been, oh it's been up a while. We're we're fine. Anyways. Um yes, there was another point you made in there I want to touch on. But you know what? Let's do it this way. Let's uh let's take a timeout. We'll have John Scott on, we'll get his perspective. I know we got some phone calls. Hold on, we'll get to you, you know, before the next hour and we get Trish, Chris Trapasso as well. While Joe does uh, a bit of a walk of shame around the <laughs> studio over there, but I didn't help him either for not knowing Bruce Wayne. I think we were all caught up in that. We're gonna get tons of a lot of hate and a yeah. lot of making fun of us, but we deserve it on that one. All right, we'll take a timeout here. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Jody Biassi. It's the extra point show on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.